startup community across the GBA? Sure. So the GBA is uh, it's just a big, big business opportunity, too big to ignore, frankly. Um, as Hong Kong has is designated as an international innovation centre and also the fact that, you know, we are um, a financial centre, there is a lot of things we can potentially collaborate with partners in, um, in the GBA, um, whether we're talking about the large um, corporates, the, the mainland Chinese corporates, whether we're talking about um, startups collaborating with other startups, and of course, the investment side as well. And that's not to ignore also the university um, and research um, exchanges that can potentially happen. And there's also lots of different types of funding programs that enable entrepreneurs to tap into the market in the GBA and Mm. also, you know, the collaboration um, as well. Jane, thanks very much for coming in this morning. Good to hear about uh, the Start Me Up Festival and good, good luck with that next week. Thank you so much. That's Jane Chan, head of Start Me Up HK at Invest HK. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. Asian markets are strengthening as the morning goes on. In Australia, the SX200 is now up half a percent. The Nikkei 225 in Japan has turned positive. Uh, it's up about a third of a percent. The Cosby in South Korea, though, is slightly lower, down about 0.3 percent. Uh, also looks like the Hang Seng is going to go open about 200 points lower later on this morning. In the commodities markets, Brent crude oil at $66.83 a barrel. Gold is at $1,868 an ounce. Thanks very much for listening. Do please join me again tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Stay tuned for back chats with Hugh Chiverton and Nixie Lamb. The weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy with a few showers. Very hot, sunny, uh, sunny periods during the day. Maximum temperature of about 33 degrees. There is a very hot weather warning in force. And it's... Excuse me, it's going to stay hot with a few showers during the weekend. Temperature right now, 30 degrees, 77% relative humidity. 8.32, here's Samantha Butler with the half-hour news. The group that regularly organises events to remember the Tiananmen Square massacre says it's not hopeful of being granted permission. The Hong Kong Alliance, in support of patriotic democratic movements in China, will meet police this afternoon to discuss holding a march on Sunday, the 30th of May. There'll be another meeting on Tuesday to discuss a candlelight vigil for June the 4th, despite the government saying it doesn't want one in Victoria Park because of pandemic restrictions. The Alliance's vice chairwoman Chow Hang Tung told RTHK the group would comply with social distancing distancing measures. We are willing to comply with all reasonable measures to protect the participants against the COVID situation, like social distancing measures like masks, or even crowd control measures that people can come in and go out in a stream or anything. So we are open to discussion, but we will have to see what the police proposal agreed. There's mounting pressure on Israel and Palestinian militants to halt 10 days of attacks. President Biden has asked the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu for a significant de-escalation. Mr Netanyahu has said he's determined to continue the military operation, but witnesses in Israel say the airstrikes have become less intense. A senior Hamas official, Musa Abu Mazouk, says he expects a ceasefire to be agreed within a day or two. The head of the Norwegian Refugee Council, Jan Egeland, has disputed Israel's assertion that its strikes are surgical and are carefully aimed at minimising civilian casualties. Prime Minister Netanyahu is not correct when he just said this is so precise and is so surgical and, and whatnot. This is killing children. There are five to six times as many dead Palestinian children as the total number of fatalities, military and civilian, combined 
on the Israeli side. What we're doing now here is accumulating rubble, ruins, horrors, bitterness, hatred, dead children that will lead to more and more conflict. In Gaza, 227 people are reported to have been killed since the conflict erupted. In Israel, 12 have died. Nearly 14 months after it closed down because of coronavirus, New York City is taking a major step towards reopening. In March last year, the city accounted for half of America's infections. From today, vaccinated people will no longer have to wear masks in most places, and most businesses, including restaurants, shops and gyms, can fully reopen with social distancing. New Yorkers had mixed reactions. I think that, you know, as long as you uh, respect others, if you have to wear the mask, wear the mask. And uh, if you're not feeling well, don't come to the gym. Uh, it's a little nerve-wracking. There's a lot of information going back and forth, so it's hard to know exactly what is going on or what's safe. No, I think people will be happy to be able to do the same things again that they have been missing. I think it's going to boost the economy short-term. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Backchat. I'm Hugh Chewett and your co-host today is Nixie Lam. Nixie, good morning to you. Good morning. Today is CY Lung running for chief executive again and a new bishop. Former Hong Kong chief executive Lan Chung Ying has become increasingly vocal lately, publicly, about the current government's policies, including housing and land policy, uh, media, culture and the civil service. And that sparked speculation that he plans to run again for the chief executive job. In a March interview, when Lin was asked if he ruled out the possibility of returning, he said that I'd do anything to serve Hong Kong well and to serve the country. I've not exactly been sitting on my hands in the past three years. Well, does he stand a chance? How does he compare and contrast with Carrie Lam? Who are his supporters? Who are his opponents? Let us know your thoughts you can leave a message on our facebook page backchat on rthk radio 3 you can email us backchat at rthk.hk or you can call us and our number is 233-88266 join the conversation 233-88266 is the number after 9 15 we're going to be discussing a new bishop the vatican has appointed stephen chow sao yan as the bishop of hong kong what kind of leader will he be and where does the catholic church stand now on the dramatic changes in our society once again our email address is backchat at rthk hk uh, let's kick off with a few of uh, the uh, emails uh, from uh, listeners uh, related to uh, one related to our last program and uh, others on today's topic ray p says on the question of uh, the issue of uh, transgender gender is fluid only due to the personalization of experience taken to extreme that's from ray p uh, and uh, Xiao Qian says, CY is one of the best KOLs in a pro-establishment camp, whereas Carrie Lam is one of the worst programme hostesses in RTHK. Who is the best? The answer is crystally clear. I presume that's Nixie that's being referred to there. Uh, Alan says on CY, uh, give me a break. Even in Beijing, they have to know how unpopular CY is. He can only make a bad situation worse. He's the one who created the whole independence narrative out of thin air and breathed life into it by constantly talking about it, diverting all attention from Hong Kong's real problems. His solution to every issue is to attack and demonise and send in the police to beat people up. The Japanese <coughs> Imperial Army was more sensitive and less confrontational he was but he was basically fired for this once what makes him think he has a chance to screw it up again that is from alan 
But uh, Kurena says, with an opinion on CY, CY assisted the pro-establishment camp after they suffered in the 2019 District Council election. He founded 803 Funds Limited to trace anti-government protesters allegedly involved in criminality. He's not only a strong, progressive leader, but also an expert to handle with cross-border affairs. That comes from uh, Karina. Agree or disagree? Drop us a line. Back chat at rthk.hk. Joining us now uh, is uh, Alan Lung, co-convener of the Path of Democracy, and uh, Derek Yun, uh, PhD, a political commentator and a columnist. Fred Lee is also going to be joining us uh, later in the programme. Uh, good, good morning to both of you. Um, Alan, Alan Lung, maybe, maybe we'll start with you. Uh, do you think CY uh, wants the job of CE again? Making a strong bid, as you said, uh, on this land policy, cultural ministry, and so on. And his uh, supporters, such as PC Lao and uh, Jiang Jigong, are helping him and uh, uh, certainly making a strong bid. Okay. Uh, Why do you think he wants the job? Because, as you said, he's been sitting on his hands. For the past three years, he's itching to to do it again. It's, I think it's a mystery why he decided not to run the last time, because that, Carolina actually said, "If CY run runs, I will I will not run," and he 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 withdraw himself. So it's, it was a mystery, and he wants to come back now. You don't think he was told not to run, and that's the assumption. I think he was probably told not to run. Mm. Why was that, and what what might have changed in the interim? Do you think? I don't know what has changed. Um, you know, as, as you know, this is a election by election committee thing. At the end of the day, it's a selection by uh, by uh, the central government in Beijing, even for this this time. And you you, you, do, you do not know the reasons, but I think the uh, pandemic has doesn't want him didn't want them, him to continue at last time and they got their wishes and and uh, they didn't behave uh, I think they asked for uh, their home return permit back and asked for CY not not to run and they got both wishes and they still continue with this uh, sort of irrational behavior leading up to the, the chaos in 2019 and 2020. Okay, and what are his chances then? His chances, I, I, I don't know. His, his chances really depend depends on two main factors. One is if Carrie Lam decides not to run, he will have a very, very good chance. And of course on Beijing, but if uh, Carrie Lam is determined to serve another term, then it will, he, uh, it will be a you know, difficult for at least a, a tough battle ahead. But he's, he's a very determined person. Don't worry about him. <laughs> also, well, do you think it's like a downgrade? As a lot of people are saying, well, he's already the the country's leader. Then uh, why why he wanted to come back and just be the CE again? Uh, why is he a, a what? Why, why does country he leader? He's a oh, yeah. state leader. A national leader. A national leader. Yes. Yes, um, I, he already explained that it, it doesn't stop him, and he explained it very, very carefully through uh, Zhang Jigong that you know he, he will not sort of uh, hesitate one bit, and he will have a holiday for five years. 
Well, what about the um, some some other candidate that was like in the rumor, like 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 Paul Chan? Uh, do you think he stand a chance as well? Paul Chan is very quiet. Paul Chan is the so if T Y one runs, Paul Chan will stay very very quiet. I'm sure about that. <laughs> There's also a lot of speculation, when, you know, when it comes to his future job, that the convener of the of the election committee yeah. will be a will be a kingmaker, and that might be um, he, he might be you know angling for that job. That might be a more suitable job. And they've actually said it should be somebody at that level, at his level. A strong indication that they were they had him in mind. Um, wouldn't that be a possibility as well? I think if CY, you know, has has a choice. He will choose to become uh, chief executive. That's very, very clear from when Wu was said by his supporters uh, and himself in uh, Hong Kong Zero One and many other media. Mm. All right. What, what what are the considerations? You're being a little bit sort of evasive about yeah. this. I've got to say, Alan. Uh, what 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 are the what do you think of the considerations? What would Beijing be looking at? Why would they make the decision? If if we if we assume, let's assume that uh, that Carrie Lam wants to continue as a uh, chief executive, then uh, what would be the considerations for for Beijing? I think, uh, even though this is not the real real election, it's good for Hong Kong, and it will put would at least put some pressure, well, I said, uh, actually it's putting a lot of pressure on Carrie Lam on, on delivering and making sure that, that he's more acceptable to uh, to uh, to the general population. I, I think even in the Qing, Qing Dynasty or in the Imperial China's world, the emperor has, looked, has to look at, uh, you know, popular opinion too. And this is not unlike that situation that the chief executive has to deliver, and I think she is moving forward quicker, at least with the uh, some land policy, uh, repossessing some land, as well as uh, with this doctor, uh, uh, overseas doctor bill that is, she's trying to get through Lesco, and it will get through. I think she's beginning to realize that she cannot blame on a sort of bureaucratic process and get things done. And get the real, you know, goals that affect uh, Hong Kong's governance moving and and deliver results. I think it's, it's absolutely a good thing that CY come up and and uh, so that pushes her or. But wouldn't that be better to keep him in that position then? Keep her, keep him as a as a as a goad, as a as a spur to uh, Carrie Lam, as you say, to to keep the competition. If he takes over as chief executive, then uh, he would that role would 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 go away. I don't think uh, uh, Beijing will tolerate another s- sort of uh, slow, making a lot of. Ex- and with now the uh, uh, sort of the, the barriers in let's go remove, that will certainly there is no excuse not to do things now. Okay. Well, also with us, as I say, is uh, Derek Yun, a, a political commentator and columnist. Mr. Yun, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Hugh and Lexi. Many thanks for, for joining us. What was your reading of what C.Y. Lung has uh, been doing lately? I think C.Y. Lung, for the time being, is still trying his luck. But this is exactly how he gained the seat of CE in, in 2012, uh, mainly due to Henry Tang's uh, scandal. And uh, 
CY lungs, uh, the, the voice of having CY lung back is on the search uh, largely because uh, recently there, there was a series of uh, interviews uh, done by uh, Hong Kong Zero uh, One, mm. and, and uh, it was interviewing uh, Leung's uh, allies. I think it was uh, mentioned by, by Alan uh, uh, already. That's why it, it, it gives the, the public the perception that uh, there's a comeback of, of uh, CY Leung. Mm. But uh, I think uh, he has he, CY him, himself has some real real advantage uh, over other uh, com, com competitors. Mm. Uh, first, he foresaw the coming of a number of major issues of, of Hong Kong, including the housing uh, issue and also the you know the political uh, problem now now becoming a national security uh, issue. Mm. So that granted him some uh, political correctness high ground, of course, in Chinese sense, mm. you know, apart from him being being hawkish. And uh, also, he, he's seen as more, more uh, a pro-reform a pro figure in, 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 in Hong Kong. So uh, that's why he, he, he just released uh, her, his plan over uh, building flats uh, on, on uh, country park lands uh, recently. And, uh, and some people would, would speculate that uh, Leung, CY Leung's uh, hardline approach would uh, would have Beijing's favor because because that's pretty much uh, Beijing's uh, uh, approach in, in in this period of, of governing Hong Kong. Do you think that land policy that CY Leung brought up could gain more popularity of the public? Yeah, um, because there has been uh, you know speculations and and, and perception that uh, in in the next period in the next period of Beijing governing Hong Kong. You know the, the the property developers or the tycoons, they have to uh, surrender some of their privilege, or they have to uh, you know they have to do their part in rebuilding uh, Hong Kong. That's why that's why I emphasize I emphasize that uh, Leung being a pro reform figure. So uh, uh, on top of just you know trying to solve the housing problem, you know he's trying to present himself as as a you know as a as a problem solver. As a, that's why mm-hmm. I, I call him pro, pro-reform figure. But surely he's the friend, he's the ally of, of uh, professionals. Mm. Um, and uh, building in the country parks is a, is a, is a blank check for the, for the tycoons, surely. That's, uh, <laughs> that's giving oh, government land yeah, that's and it. opportunities to the yeah, tycoons. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, not gonna, uh, he's not hitting back at um, the tycoons by doing that. Uh, but I think from the latest um, political arrangements of, of the of the new insti- political institution in in Hong Kong, I think uh, Beijing is is trying is pushing really hard to get the most out of the out of the tycoons or the or the, or the developers. And and of course, Leung cannot uh, cannot make them make them feel too 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 pissed. <laughs> in in uh, in uh, mean, meanwhile, so now he is presenting. Uh, pretty much to the, to the Hong Kong pe- people that he, he is he is uh, courageous enough to to uh, to, to to break the, the myth that that uh, country park cannot 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 be used for development. But how does that uh, how does that make him appear heroic? That doesn't. I mean, if he was taking land away from the from the developers, unused land in the new territories or something like that, that might be one thing. Or forcing mm-hmm. land changes, but to build on a country park, I don't see the mm-hmm. logic of that. I think part, partly it, it comes uh, partly because it's because of Beijing's uh, order 
I think it's from uh, Han Hanzheng that mm. that he he made the order that the Hong Kong's housing problem has to be solved. And and Leung, being the the national leader, as 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 you put it, you know, has has to really execute that that order. And and in in today's uh you know in 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 today's environment, whoever can can uh, properly properly effectively execute Beijing's order would, would definitely uh, uh, gain gain lots of points. What about Carrie Lam? What's your readings on her recent movement on the um, the land um, land policies? I think uh, I I do not look very closely into into those, but I I, I heard from the the coverage that uh, she is just trying to buy back those un, unused land from mm. from the uh, property. Three of them in the New Territory side. So uh, and and those are those are like you know. Buying back the, the the bones from 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 the from the developers that that they they are not that they are not going to to make big money from, but I think there's still it, you can still take it as a as a as a strike back uh, uh, at at C Y Lung's uh, attempt. But I think uh, in overall uh, the the chance of C Y Lung being the next C is still relatively low when compared to 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 Carrie Lam because you you, you see Carrie Lam. Is still rather confident to be re-elected lately from from her her, her moves and her tones and. and what, her, what sort of moves did, did you read? Uh, I think because there are some speculation out there that uh, you know it, it, because now uh, Beijing wants the so-called overall jurisdiction of Hong Kong, overall control of, of Hong Kong. So some people are raising the the scenario or the possibility. That uh, of reminding people that that in in Tung, Tung Chihua's second term, when 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 he when he was running for for this for the CE chief executive, then there was only one person running for 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 the election, mm-hmm. and so so that that could be a, that could be a possibility, uh, because uh, you know Beijing's main concern is trying to avoid the splitting up of the pro-Beijing camp. You know, it 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 doesn't. Want it to happen uh, over and over again when, when it comes to the, the C, C election. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think I think uh, Caroline might might have you know she she might have created a rumor herself or, or, or we, we sort of got it from 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 different sources that that this is a possibility. And of course, as as raised by uh, Alan earlier, um, I we I, I don't think there's going to be a head to head. Contest, but of course, I'm not saying CY is not saying a chance. But but the first scenario, as I said, is only having one person running. Mm. But the second scenario is Beijing, you know, suggesting or, or, or endorsing another another person, maybe CY Learn, and mm. then that person will automatically become the the the, the more 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 favored one, <laughs> the favorite of, of more Beijing. favorable and, ones. <laughs> and, and and the election committee, the members will know. How to vote? <laughs> so I, we, we, I think we are only seeing some head-to-head contacts in, in coming maybe 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 half a year. And but after that, I think it will be uh, rather rather clear who who's going to be the next CE. Beijing and Xi Jinping personally have given such obvious support to Carrie Lam, such public uh, support to to Carrie Lam. Uh, haven't they got to run with that? Don't you think they've got to stick with that to to to, to dump her? Would just like write off another CE? You know, after every after all the others have uh, 
one way or another, uh, <laughs> you know, um, not succeeded? There are two kinds of things. Some people say that uh, Carrie Lam has already stood uh, her, her test, you know, <laughs> from, from uh, 2019 to, to, to now. And, and, and she's seen as a, a, a loyal, you know, see to, to, to Beijing, some, something like that. But of course, some, some people would, would, would claim if you are, if you are basing on uh, uh, communist political norms, then uh, Carrie Lam eventually uh, would, would need to take up her responsibility for the 2019 to, to 20 crisis. So it, it's, 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 hard to, it's hard to judge. <laughs> Isn't, isn't she also, you know, as other commentators have said on, on this program, really sort of the epitome of the old school, of the AO, of the colonial-trained administrator, strong links to the UK uh, and everything like that? She's really the old school. And even CY is, you know, has some of those sort of, uh, that sort of baggage. Wouldn't they maybe be looking for somebody, um, somebody new, someone, I don't know, a Charles Lee or someone like that? Yeah, of course we we are pretty sure that the age of AO has has passed. <laughs> this is it's is, is over. But uh, I I think Beijing would would still see Carrie Lam uh, in, in important because uh, she she knows how to uh, properly run the run run the government. And if I were Beijing, I I think in order to carry out the future some some future public sector reforms, I may need. Uh, a figure like like Carrie Lam, who who who, who truly understand how how their government uh, works. Hmm. Alan Lung, what, what do you think about that? The support well, Be- Beijing. I, I think Carrie Lam certainly has very strong support from Beijing from uh, very simple things like body language. Uh, I think I, I I think even Carrie Lam may have missed that that uh, Han Zhang, the, the, uh, the Politburo member allows himself walking half a step behind Carrie Lam in public. And I think she totally missed that, that important that there was, uh, the importance that was placed on her by, by, you know, a true, true, true powerful national leader. And, and she has to, to sort, of, sort of deliver uh, the expectation. So I what's the was, expectation do you think um, she needs to, to deliver? Run Hong Kong properly and not make <laughs> any more excuses. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, so that we're just looking at two candidates. Do you guys think um, just two, or is there going to be a mystery candidate just suddenly pop up <laughs> from somewhere? Moment, no, we can only. I, I could only saw two, and uh, because uh, Paul Chen is not going to run. If CY, you know, even mm. now, it's not going to happen to a Paul Chen because of the uh, almost subordinate, subordinate relationship within the professional association uh, between CY and uh, Port, Port Chen. Mm. But you think then Beijing will, will, will stick with, with Carrie? I think for the moment, there's, there's every sign that, that uh, the Carrie Lam is in a very strong position. And it really, really depends on, on uh, if Carrie Lam wants a second term. I think if she wants a second term, she has a better chance than than uh, than CY for the moment. Who's now? Uh, it's like any political secession. The incompetent has so much more advantage 
understand it than a newcomer, and now she is a newcomer. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, some comments from uh, listeners then. Uh, TC says, let's go down memory lane to the first CY Lung administration. The most important policy in the first CY Lung administration is the land supply issue. How did he perform on that front? Were properties in Hong Kong more affordable during his rule? Uh, that's from uh, TC. Uh, uh, Alan Lung, yeah, you might give him points for, 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 for spotting the problem, but uh, he, he didn't solve it, did he? Why? Yeah. Well, I, th I think if, if, if professionally, if anyone, uh, I think as a professional, he knows the problem uh, much better than than other people. But but that is not a problem. NECE could solve in in a couple of years because of the land supply problem. His predecessor didn't do anything for seven years. And he's, he's stuck with that. It's, it's a land supply thing. Uh, land supply is usually planned 10, 10 years ahead or, or even more. If nothing was done in the last seven years, nobody can do anything. Can do anything. It's now a major policy shift. And even if when the, if even if uh, the new new land tile plan or something, mm. this land land reckon, new mm. land reclamation thing goes through, it'll be 10 years later. What about you know repossessing some of the uh, the uh, uh, village housing thing? And I think the 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 the, the new territory uh, people are sort of testing the idea of building multi-story housing for for to keep their land rights. Uh, yeah, sort of, uh, yeah. To, to, sorry, to right. expand the village houses. Okay, we'll just put, put that on, on hold for a moment, uh, Alan. Uh, we're going to continue the discussion. Fred Lee also joining us after the news at nine. Uh, please uh, join us. Email backchat.rthk.hk. The weather mainly cloudy with a few showers, very hot. Temperatures up to 33 degrees. 30 degrees at the moment. Relative humidity is at 76%. Some serious consideration of how to bring the sides back to the negotiating table to reach a comprehensive and permanent solution to the problem. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Welcome back. Back chat on a Thursday morning with Nixie Lam and me, Hugh Chiverton. We're talking about CY Lung. Is he planning to run for chief executive? What are his chances? What about the other contenders? Uh, we have with us now Derek Yun, political commentator and uh, columnist, and Alan Lung, co-convener of the Path of Democracy. And we're also joined now by Fred Lee, a former lawmaker with the Democratic Party. Later, we're going to be talking about the appointment of that uh, new bishop, Stephen Chow, uh, with a uh, theologian from the uh, Chinese Union. University. Uh, if you want to comment, please uh, email backchat at rthk.hk. We'll do our best to read out your messages. Or you can call us on 233 That's 233 uh, A few comments on uh, Facebook. Um, uh, let's see. Um, we've read a couple of them. Aaron says, uh, given the worsening Sino-US relations, our next CE should not be the one like Carrie Lam, who always seeks Beijing's help. This time, we help our motherland, China. Fuka says, I would resign, quote, I would resign if mainstream opinion was against me, unquote. Carrie Lamp said in 2017. Now she remains obsessed with power. Even a recent poll in March shows that only 18% of respondents support her administration. What is the ground for her to run in the second term? Gant says, our next CE needs to handle a housing shortage and civil service efficiency properly. In other words, someone who has close relationship with land developers and civil servants 
is not suitable of being CE. Uh, Horatio says, uh, if CY Lung is confident that he's done a great job and left an excellent legacy, he wouldn't be begging the job back for months. Uh, Marcus says, why do you paint this as some kind of election? And Nick has, I think it's just a face palm. Um, so you can read into that what you like. Bankchatter.thk.hk is our email address. Fred Lee, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks very much indeed for, for, for joining us. Uh, do you think C.Y. Lang wants to run? And if so, what are his chances? Uh, I can only say my guess is he, he think he, uh, I think he will try to run. He loves to run uh, because last time he, is, he was so ready for running for second term. But uh, really before... The, you know the registration really going to the registration of the candidate he was uh, suddenly i think stopped by the central government that uh, he cannot he couldn't you know go further for re-election so he was quite disappointed but he was uh, award awardable for you know the the, the vice president of the, uh, cpncc something like that you know the consultation committee in, mm. in china so, but that's not really satisfy his uh, political you know, ambitions. So, how do you think? Like, because one is a national leader, and then um, another is like something that he's been doing for one term. And why do you think it's like being a CE is more attractive than being a national leader? Um, I think there's a, there's a, a lot of differences. Um, being a CD, he is in total control of the Hong Kong administration of the government, and he will be sending Hong Kong, and it's, um, uh, it, it, it's, it's a bridge, supposed to be a bridge between the mainland China government mm-hmm. and Hong Kong people. And uh, he, he uh, for doing his, you know, five years uh, ruling, he's quite enjoying being a CD. And uh, look at his uh, Facebook, look at his, uh, what he did, even his step down. You know, uh, he's quite active in commenting Hong Kong politics. Mm. And uh, suppose, you know, as a, as a, as a, as a kind of rule or uh, convention, once you step down a CD, you shouldn't really uh, intervene too much in the, you know, the, the present, the current administration. Mm. And um, he, he, he didn't read, of course, you know, go along with that. And, uh, and the second one about the deputy president, uh, president. that is really just a name and uh, enjoying the prestige, enjoying the, you know, the, 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 the kind of, uh, uh, popularity, but not really, but not really exercise any power at all. Hmm. Uh, wouldn't, if he was allowed to stand again, wouldn't that be tantamount to Beijing saying we made a mistake? We shouldn't have let him. Uh, we shouldn't have t- stopped him last time, and they're not keen on doing that. You, you put it quite right. I, I think no matter how the, the, the central government think, uh, CY is still the best choice for next uh, CD, you know, or a bit of regret for, you know, stopping him to run for re-election. But so as, I, as far as I know, the Communist China, the Communist Party, 
they really lo love to say face. The face is very important. Uh, okay, in general for Chinese people, but particularly the Communist Party is no exception. So um, even though of that, the Chinese government will not encourage or will discourage him to look for a kind of a, a election, a re-election after five years. Mm. Um, what about the, uh, the the electoral committee? I think they sort of uh, have a say on who's going to be the CE in the future. So, do you see any um, like like what what is it going to be and the, the formation of it and and how do you feel about the whole whole thing? The election committee, literally speaking, they have the voting rights only, but who they will vote for. Even who they will nominate, I think they will. Most of them, most of the majority, overwhelming majority, will really seek their rights from central government. So it's not really up to their free will who gonna they will vote for. Every time, every time, every time they will receive the instruction. They will tell you know who they should vote for. So. Um, I will never question about, you know, uh, the, the, the really the voting right of the election committee. It's really everything is in the hand. It's in the hand now in the uh, central government. So do you think if we look at the result of the um, electoral committee, then we can probably guess who's going to be the future CE at all? I'm afraid not, because every time this game is not really good for guessing. Uh, even now it's already end of May, mm. and next March is the election. Mm. Is, uh, in the past, in the past, all the possible candidates, shadow candidates, already come out quite early. Mm -hmm. So um, this time is pretty rare. The first time I, I, I you know, observed so many you know, elections before, and this is really the first time. Um, not really. And only one, you know, Carrie Lamb, made the one everybody say she's like to seek for another term. Mm. But who else? Any other alternative candidates? Um, in, in the society, in the community, you know, I, I put my years on and, and nothing hurt mm. except some, a little bit about, you know, poor chance of FS. <laughs> um, but not really, you know, a lot of uh, echo, you know, when I raise this subject. Hmm. Uh, uh, here's an email from CW who says CY had his turn and failed miserably to improve the housing situation in Hong Kong. No CY, please don't come back. Ask the Hong Kong public who they would like to be CE. That's from CW. Um, Derek Yun, is it, you know, this question of coming back, question of of a, of a return of a person like that, a person who who was basically told not to stand by the the by by Beijing, it's you know widely uh, thought. Um, yes. Is that plausible? You know that kind of return coming back like that. Uh, Where are we? Sorry, Derek Yoon. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm here. Carry uh, on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If we are taking the communist uh, political norms and ethics seriously. Uh, there, there is a, a, a version saying that it was uh, Xi Jinping himself ordered CY to step down in 2016. And uh, 
you know, the, the usual way of, of communists doing things like this is, is that if the so-called, the quote-unquote, the, the emperor order him to, to step down, the, the same emperor would not order him to, to uh, for, for the re- return, you know, if, 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 if we're still having the same leader, that is Xi Jinping him, uh, himself, because mm-hmm. uh, in, in the Chinese political ethics, that, that means uh, the, uh, Xi Jinping has committed some kind of um, mistake. <laughs> That's why he, he has to, and, and he, he has to change his, his mind. And of course, this is uh, one, one, one version. And, and, but some people maybe supporting uh, CY may, uh, you know, su- suggest that uh, it's, it's only because of the fact that uh, back in 2016, uh, Beijing realized that uh, CY Leung is, is not going to have enough votes in, in the election. Mm-hmm. So that's why uh, Beijing has, has had to choose to, uh, uh, you know, order him to, to, to step down. So, so, but I think the, the former version uh, uh, has, has more currency. <laughs> that Xi Jinping is, is not that simple, not that easy for Xi Jinping to, to have uh, the same person, you know, coming back, for, uh, coming back to power. So what we're actually looking at, if um, Carol Lam is going to continue for a second term, like is there any like the, the policy or the way of doing things is going to be really different? Um, I think Carrie Lam is, is, is a quite a special figure. Even nowadays, we, we know uh, we, we have to submit, <laughs> so quote unquote, submit to, to all Beijing's, uh, uh, you know, demand and, 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 and wishes. But sometimes uh, she... she she looks like she had some of his, uh, some of some some of, some of her own own, own thoughts, mm. uh, but this this may explain why uh, you know she, she's still confident to be reelected because maybe she has some you know firm control of 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 the government of the government sector. But I think um, one one of one of the um, uh, the some something has been lurching uh, uh, beneath. For, for for Carrie Lam's uh, power base is that uh, actually her her control in in uh, or, or the support of public servants uh, to you know to uh, towards Carrie Lam is, is is questionable because nowadays we are experiencing we are witnessing maybe the biggest wave of resignation of experienced AO. Mm. So so I I think we we the the pro establishment camp and Beijing or 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 seeing this. And if if Carrie Lam herself cannot uh, cannot assure the the support or, or at least the staying of, of, of the capable AO, then then I think it really it it it, it is quite meaningless for for her to 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 be reelected. How's her popularity among the AOs like versus uh, CY? I just uh, I I wouldn't say she's unpopular, but but her way of doing things uh, that. She believes in no one but herself only, and and we we all know uh, she <laughs> does not have to uh, care much about uh, for for or about her 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 husband and her, her her family. So she was she's like expecting all the AO to be to to, to work in, in in the same way. Mm-hmm. So a lot of uh, a lot of AO cannot stand it. The, mm-hmm. the long hours, you know, the the the, the, the very uh, stringent requirements by 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 Carrie Lam herself. So they're leaving. I'm not saying they're they they're not necessarily uh, not supporting Carrie Lam, but they they just couldn't stand the, the workload and, and mm. the pressure. Mm-mm. But they're not going to support uh, CY, are they? Yeah, I think they they are in 
rather poor and hostile. They're going to go and do something else, CY. do a different job. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, AO has been living in, in such an, uh, an, an environment. They they really don't don't have the choice. Hmm. Uh, and what about the question of uh, Alan Lung, um, raised right at the beginning, was that uh, um, this sort of claim that it was CY who stirred up the the, Hong, the issue of Hong Kong independence, which frankly had been very much a very, you know, a fringe issue, very, very little support. It was CY Lung who, out of the blue, kind of highlighted that, you remember, with his with his uh, policy address and everything. He stirred this uh, this all up, and uh, he should claim some responsibility for that. Do you agree? That, 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 that is a liability from, from Beijing's point of view. I think we need, we don't need more controversial figures. I think we need at least he, I mean, he is a controversial figure, isn't he? He likes yes, con he, yes, he, he likes he controversy. <laughs> yes, he is. He he likes uh, the attention, and and I think if 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 uh, I think Beijing will be looking for someone who has the heart to do it, and and I think for for C if CY wants to run, uh, it's not an ability thing; it's a heart thing. Whether she he can prove that he has more heart than uh, Carrie Lam. Carolina make you know very terrible mistake too in in uh, in this uh, extradition bill thing, but that doesn't seem to work against her after you know now that she follows every order, try to, cor to correct the things the best she can. I think she still come across. I think in Beijing's view, Carolina probably still come across as as someone who has more heart, and uh, she's more experienced now. I hope. In the politically, more, more heart, but she's a she's a she's a Catholic, and um, if press reports are to be believed, she she declined the invitation to join the Communist Party uh, because she's a, a Catholic. Uh, and if press reports are to be believed, um, Si Wai Lung is not of that mind. He would, would be an enthusiastic supporter of of uh, uh, of the party, whether or not but, a member. But, but, but even Si Wai Lung. Cannot join the Communist Party from Hong Kong. No one can join the Communist Party. Sure. From okay. Hong that's Kong. why I said would be an enthusiastic supporter rather than a, yeah. a rather than necessarily a member. Uh, you know, he's more he's closer to sort of Beijing thinking than than Carrie Lam uh, is. You could argue, and 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 more of a kind of more of a loyalist, more of what they had in mind when they were thinking of a when they talk about loyalists. And has been all his life, and so on. And has always been, you know, was appointed, appointed very, very young, to you know represent the Beijing side and the Joint Declaration, you know, and everything like that. Uh, she doesn't have. She's she's a, she's a colonial creation. But, but 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 I believe from Beijing's point of view, they want somehow to keep the one country two system because this is really to the advantage of China as a whole that you have. Someone who has a different opinion, who is not, who doesn't defer to Beijing, and who doesn't beg Beijing for things, who has her own mind and can represent Hong Kong, can represent Hong Kong more internationally. I don't think I'm, I'm not saying Caroline can do that now, but in her second term, she better pick that up. You know that she she's the face of China. But if you wanted to do that, really, wouldn't a fresh face with somebody new, without the baggage, without the AO baggage, without the CY's baggage, somebody different, somebody fresh? Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nixie says her, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Or me. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Mike Rouse. <laughs> Mike uh, Rouse. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, that's another discussion for another day. Uh, Alan Lung, many thanks for, for joining us, co-convener of the Path of Democracy, and uh, Derek Yoon. Dr Yoon is a political commentator and a columnist. Thank you very much indeed. And thanks to Fred Lee, a former lawmaker uh, from the Democratic Party, and all those uh, who commented and uh, emailed and uh, put their messages on Facebook as well. Thank you very much indeed. Backchat at rthk.hk is our email address. Uh, finally today, with the time at 21 minutes past nine, we wanted to turn to uh, uh, the question of a uh, new Catholic. Uh, a new uh, bishop has uh, uh, been appointed. The position has been vacant for uh, two years after uh, Michael Young died in uh, January 2019. Uh, the Pope has uh, appointed uh, Stephen Chow Sao Yan as uh, 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 new Hong Kong's uh, new bishop. Um, for comment, we're joined now by uh, Reverend Professor Lolong Kuang, who's a senior research fellow at the Divinity School of Chung College at the Chinese University. Professor Lo, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you very much indeed for, for, for joining us. Um, you must know uh, Stephen Chow. What do you think of, uh, of him and what do you think of the appointment? Well, I think it's a very difficult but prudent uh, selection. Uh, the, the, the vacancy has been uh, for two, two years and it is a difficult time because of the controversy among the two potential figures in Catholic Church Hong Kong. Mm. And also, this is also the time of the very controversial agreement between China and Vatican on the, on the, on the selection of bishop for mainland China. I think they could have to, 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 to make this kind of decision and after they have uh, already made the agreement, uh, I think, just last year. So I think after the consideration of the relationship between Vatican and, and China, and also the, the concern of those people in Hong Kong, especially among the Hong Kong Catholics, I think that nowadays in Hong Kong is a very serious division among the Catholics about the, who would be appointed as the, the bishop of Hong Kong. And is that division along political lines primarily? Oh. Oh, yes, sure. In Hong Kong, as you know, in the last two years, the division is so serious and that kind of tension, you know, is really very sensitive among the Catholics, uh, especially when they, they're talking about the choice between uh, the, the Father Ha or Father Choi and the stand of uh, Cardinal Chen uh, and, 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 uh, and the Cardinal Tong. I think they have very serious tension about the appointment of the new bishop. So, how did the uh, the final decision made? Because, um, like, like for me, I don't really, uh, I'm not really sure how the election runs and, and stuff like that. Can you explain a little, a little bit more on that? Well, of course, <laughs> how how is the decision was made? <laughs> Only the Pope, right? You know, mm. or his advisors. But it is quite uh, obvious after the, the long delay of the appointment mm. that they, they could not make a decision right uh, in the time within one year. I think usually they appoint a new bishop uh, within one year mm. after the, the, the death right. of the, the predecessors. But uh, this has been delayed and the 82 years old John Tong has reappointed mm. as the bishop is quite unusual. Right. 
Uh, okay, so w w how would you characterize the choice in, in political terms? If that's the main uh, parameter, where does, uh, where does uh, uh, Stephen Chow stand? Well, I think it's quite obvious. On the one hand, he's a supporter of democracy, but it's not radical to, to a point that Beijing would express dismay. Mm. Uh, and nor will his appointment offend Cardinal Joseph and the anti-Beijing Catholics behind him. So he's just right at the neutral but no uh, very clear uh, kind of uh, Catholic uh, position that they he is very much concerned about the, the, the situation of Hong Kong society as a whole and stand on the way as most of young people would support the democracy, but he's not radical mm. at that point. And he has uh, made a very clear choice. Uh, on the one hand, he said he himself joined the June 4th the virtue and demonstration in the past mm. and even uh, asked the student they could choose to follow him to, to, the, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the demonstration. Mm. But on the other hand, he's clearly issued a letter to the parents of Yan that made mm. clear that the school is not a political organization and no the, a platform for the maneuver of any political stance. And also he supports the national security education courses in the, provided in the school. But he also said, you know, the discussion of the independence of Hong Kong is not a taboo in, in the school. So he is quite clear that he stands. Uh, political is a neutral, but have a stance. Mm -hmm. So it is uh, also supported by by the the, the, the democratic uh, position. I, I think among most of the students, but he's quite clear. He 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 make that kind of uh, uh, not not to offend the Beijing stand. It's quite clear. What is the role now of the, of the Catholic Church in, in, in Hong Kong politics? Does it have a kind of an active part or is it kind of really mostly kind of reflecting those divisions? Because, of course, there have been very prominent, there aren't, there aren't a great many, I think only about half a million uh, in Hong Kong or less. Uh, but in, in terms of uh, you know positions, uh, we've had uh, two chief executives uh, who are fairly devout uh, Catholics, I, I understand. Uh, and then you have Martin Lee, uh, Jimmy Lai, uh, Cardinal Zen as well, very sort of uh, prominent figures uh, in, in the past and, and in the present as well. You know, so what does the Catholic Church, what part does it play now in, in political life here? Well, I... I, I, I will not comment whether Kerry uh, Lam and uh, Donald are devoted Catholics. I think it's difficult to make that kind of you know comment, especially Kerry uh, Lam. You know, uh, I, I, I have not heard about her joining of the mass of the Catholics you know, uh, ten years ago. You know, only around the time before her. Uh, you know, run the, the office, you know, then her, her religious affiliation has been mentioned. And in the past, Donald Zhang had organized three prayer meetings in the government house, but I, I attended all of them, but Carrie had never attended the, the prayer meeting. Mm. 
so I, I won't make this kind of comment. I, I, I don't know how, how devoted was, was she. And Donald was quite clear that, you know, he attended the Mass almost every Sunday and also in the morning at the St. Joseph Church. That is quite in the, in the news for, for many years. Mm. So, but anyway, you know, for a Christian, you know, whether you, you, you behave like this kind of uh, attendance, uh, how often, doesn't mean that how devoted uh, are you. But anyway, the, the, the political role of Catholic Church, I, I, I think there's no formal uh, political role for any church or religious organizations in Hong Kong. Well, there's, there's my, there are my minor roles, aren't there? But, I mean, but uh, what I'm thinking of really is, you know, if the bishop, is, a, if the bishop is, is on one side or another, will that influence um, oh, Catholics? Oh, sure, and, sure. I think he's a kind of opinion leader, and especially uh-huh. the Catholics had run so many schools mm. and social service agencies. Their, their membership may be only around half a million but the students' body and all those are clients served by characters, well, I think it's more than two millions. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so they, they're very influential. And also for, for the role of a church has been perceived that on the one hand stand on, on a kind of uh, uh, trustworthy uh, organization without that kind of political interest, and also, I think in, in even uh, in this age, the Pope has been uh, served as quite a positive leader, you know, especially since the 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 the, the, the Pope John Paul, the Pope John Paul, you know, the the Pope has been you know, acting a quite a, a clear uh, uh, opinion leader and speak for the people, and and also as you know, the Francis. Pope Francis as a Jesuit, and he has made a, quite a number of breakthroughs among the, the the image of the Catholics. You know, he served the poor, and also the Mother Teresa. You know, all these speakers, Catholics, they don't have a kind of formal political role, but their speech, their action, and their image has quite a, a positive, you know, impact on the political issues. So for Hong Kong in the past, especially the Cardinal uh, Chen, you know, has very strong figure in those in, in political involvement in the last few years. And, and so I think the, the people in Hong Kong look at the, the, the Bishop of Hong Kong with expectations. Mm. Okay, well, Professor Lo, many thanks for joining us. Uh, Reverend Professor Lo Lung Kwok there, Senior Research Fellow in the Divinity School of Chung Chi College at the Chinese University. Thank you very much indeed. Nixie, thank you very much. Here's the weather before we go. Many cloudy with a few showers around and there's a very hot weather warning at the moment. It's going to stay very hot with sunny periods during the day. Temperatures up to around 33 degrees, moderate south to southwesterly winds, occasionally fresh offshore. And the outlook, a few showers tomorrow. Very hot with fewer showers during the weekend. 30 Celsius now, relatively humidity at 75%. There are always adversities in life. If you're emotionally distressed because of family conflict, debt, marital or interpersonal problems, and you don't know how to deal with the situation, please call Caritas Family Crisis Support Center's 24-hour crisis hotline. 
1-800-188-1288 to talk about it. A bend in the road is not the end of the road. If you're willing to seek help, you will find a way. 9.33, the news now with Samantha Butler. The Liberal Party says the government should delay moves to increase statutory holidays for blue-collar workers for at least a couple of years until the local economy has improved. Party leader Felix Chung also says the government should delay abolishing the MPF offset mechanism, which allows employers to use part of a worker's pension fund as their severance pay. He said Hong Kong had faced tough economic times for the past few years and it wasn't the right time to increase the burden on employers. The group that regularly organises events to remember the Tiananmen Square massacre says it's not hopeful of being granted permission. The Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements in China will meet police this afternoon to discuss holding a march on the last Sunday of the month. There will be another meeting on Tuesday to discuss a candlelight vigil for June the 4th, despite the government saying it doesn't want one in Victoria Park because of pandemic restrictions. And the Democratic-controlled U.S. House of Representatives has voted in favour of establishing a commission to investigate the storming of the Capitol on January the 6th. A significant number of Republicans voted in favour of the proposal, but the party's leaders in both the House and the Senate are opposed, and the legislation is unlikely to pass the Senate. I'll have more news at 10 o'clock. Stand by for the brew. Uh, sociology prof from the University of Set and Costume Designer and Interpreter of Beethoven. As well. Oh, so shy, quiet and retiring doggy counts, co-founder of Rockefeller Records. Hello. This is really for adults, it's not really for kids. Good morning. Yeah, well, it's fun, you know. Hello. Decipher what's happening behind the myth. Good morning. In-depth interviews and also observations. Absolutely no way. On your radio and live online, this is The Morning Brew. Good morning once again and welcome to Thursday, back to normal after a very civilised midweek holiday. So thanks as always to James Ross for manning the pumps yesterday. Well, Thursday means Vet Day. Dr Dave will be with us after 11 to talk about all things furry and in this case scaly and feathery because he's got a few things to say about the seemingly noble custom of releasing animals into the wild on Buddha's birthday. Also, there's a lot of what he calls kennel cough in Hong Kong right now, 